Welcome back to the Pillar of the Pill podcast. And this is the first podcast since I got back from Canada. So setting up my own life again now in Ireland. Um, so as I was saying to Dan, I actually called out Dan, if you follow me on Instagram, called him out yesterday in the old, the old running side of things. So kind of have a new goal, get a bit fitter, get into running. And just for multiple reasons, really. But Dan, you've been running for a while, haven't you? You brought it up a lot. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh... Like you're coming into to my world now. You were always the the sprinter. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I was never good at sprinting. I I I kind of debated am I good at at actual running as well too, like long distance. To be honest, um, because like I I find that I'm I like I'm I'm a a big kind of like I'm a bigger lad. I think like um in terms of that, and and it doesn't help uh with running as well too. Like so, like if I was looking to optimize it, I probably would have to. To even kind of lose muscle mass and stuff and size, I would be saying, um. But yeah, I I haven't been good. I suppose for the last probably six eight months, um. But like before that, I I was massive into it, and now again I'm kind of massive into it again. Um, started training, still debating with the marathon. I probably probably will do it. Um. I, I probably will I, like I'll be there anyway so I'm going to do I, I'm, I'm going to do it I'd say <laughs> um but we'll see just in terms of, of fitness but how, how are you kind of starting out how are you finding starting out and yeah just for anybody I suppose that is kind of looking to start out and running now like like what are, are the challenges you're facing at the moment yeah so like <clears throat> from experience I kind of know what not to do um just from being in athletics now I never really trained for like distance running specifically but i did do some fairly high volume with like 400 meters uh in the training on the track like basically i think the most important thing is i got a copy and a pen and i started writing down the volume that i'm actually that i'm that i'm running because <clears throat> if you go out on your first day haven't ran in years and you run a 5k you might feel fine doing it you wake up the next day, you know, your tendons might be sore. You might kind of overdo it. So long story short, what I'm doing is monitoring my volume. So week one, I did 1K, 1K, 1K. So my week total was 3K. And all I did was, now I don't have any heart rate monitor yet or anything like that. But all I did was go quicker than walking. So like, like steady, like a steady, <laughs> steady dog. You, you, did, a, you did a, a trot or a, a gallop. Yeah, so in yeah, so basically <laughs> just fast enough so that you're jogging and you can maintain it. So like fast the week walk. Yeah. I've never just I've never heard someone describe running as, as faster than walking. <laughs> Slower than sprinting. Faster than walking. What's you're digging a hole here. Right? You're the light um, jog. <laughs> just say light jog. Like I'm onto something. I'm creating a new word. Uh jog, yeah, that's it. <laughs> but uh so week one. Uh, did in total 3k week two which is just gone i ran two 2ks so in total 4k so i'm just gradually getting into it uh tips i suppose uh running shoes i actually had them anyway um there's a lot of kind of debates you know you'll hear like professionals and like physios and stuff saying oh like the new running shoes they're not good for the shape of your foot and all this but all i know is if you're wearing shoes that are designated for running it makes you feel good about it and it makes you feel like a runner. I think if you kind of dress the way 
that you think a runner dresses, it gives you a bit of confidence. I don't know how you feel about that aspect of things. I would say, yeah, but like with running shoes, like, like the main Makes thing... Makes you feel like a runner. Well, I, I'd say definitely, like I'm I'm all for getting them. Um, It's just not not blowing like so much money on them. Like there's, you know, they can go from anywhere from like 50 euro all the way up to like two, 300 euro. Um, You know, you see some of those Nike ones there, especially for marathons. Um, like what is it like flying it and stuff um some some things like that like yeah. it's it's like if you're starting out and not like going that high and and in terms of of price um i think i when i first bought running shoes uh they were like nike predators um i think that's what they're called or no nike nike pegasus uh predators of the boots um they were pegasus uh like 35s i think i have 36 now at the moment they they bring out like a new one every year like that i used uh, to have pegasus yeah 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 they're they're grand like the current ones i'm not a big fan of like the previous ones i had like were really good shoes um but i bought those on sale actually and they were only 70 euro or something um and they did me like probably a year a year and a bit um and yeah, like you know, like compared to to regular shoes, they're a lot more comfortable. There's a bit of a bounce to them. Um, they yeah. can be a bit lighter, and it just can help the whole. Um, it can help the whole motivation around running as well, because you know you buy a pair of shoes, and it almost makes you go running then too. Like, yeah. um, I would say kind of outside that, like running gear, it's like especially for marathon running, it's important to actually know what gear you're going wearing at the marathon as well too, and and um like. I know, like, even for beginners, like, if you're planning on your first 5K, like, clothes, if you're not used to them, they can cause massive chafing as well, too, like, and they could be, you know, like, just get awkward when, when you get sweaty as well. So, like, all these little things are things that you, you think of um after you get past the beginning stage. But, um like, definitely if you're going doing major events, it's it's good to practice in those kind of shoes, good to practice in those clothes. And from the beginner standpoint, I always recommend like if it, if it's like if you're totally new to, to running, there's always the Couch to 5K program as well, too. And like that's on like the NHS website. But if you type in Couch to 5K, um, it's like a podcast series of nine weeks that actually talks you through when to run, when to, to stop running like that. Um, and I think it's it's very beneficial. Um, and like at nine weeks, then once you get up to the 5k i think like for a lot of the time what i'll do is is recommend people set goals around attending like their first park run we were talking just before we we jumped on around just the free park run um just it's you literally type in free park run and it comes up um on the the website and like there's multiple locations around ireland like it 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 like there's I I don't know a town really that that probably wouldn't have access to it. Obviously, there's a bit of drive for some, but there's so many locations that you can attend a park run like that, and you 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 print off your barcode, you get a time, and there's a lot of other people doing it. A load of different kind of abilities as well too. I my example is there was a guy with a buggy and and a baby in it, and at the end of of um a park run, he overtook me. And I was like, you know, confidence <laughs> like, shattered. Yeah, I know. It's a big, just, it's a big thing. Keep the baby like, in the hand. Sort <laughs> of like, you know, but like, like a push, pushing a buggy and like my my kind of time for 5K would probably be about 22, kind of 23 minutes. Like if you're doing sub that with a buggy, it's crazy. But 
Um, long story short, you know, have like it's it's about having a plan. And if you don't want to do the couch to five k, look up you know beginner five k plan. There's templates all over the internet for for those things. If you're past five k, beginner ten k plan marathon marathon plan you know like it just takes a simple google search but having that little template just gives you something on a weekly basis to kind of progress it and then having those little goals from like free park run to like 10k like they do they do 10k with with cork marathon um you could look for half marathon marathon and like you don't even have to progress it that much but like um another thing i know i'm 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 ranting in terms of running at the moment but there is um a running calendar online as well too and you, you just literally type in again running calendar ireland and it'll link all the the running events throughout the year like all the kind of popular ones as well too that come up and you know you can search your county and and see races that are coming up and you know plan towards them and again you know progress the running towards them as well too so um there's so like so many resources out there with running yeah, and I think obviously, so dressing like a runner, I think, definitely does do something mentally. Uh, if you're wearing the correct gear, <laughs> why are you laughing at that? <laughs> no, I, it's I, I don't know you. <laughs> I think I think my conversation, like it started with with you saying dressing like a runner. I went on a rant, and then you were saying, okay, so dressing like a runner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like okay, everything he said isn't valid. Let's move. Um. As in, like, putting a bit of money into running shoes is going to make you more likely stick with it, I think. Like, yeah. not not putting crazy money into it, but, like, oh, you, you just see the shoes there, you're like, okay, I actually have proper running shoes, and I'm not running. That's kind of, you know, it's just another little piece of the puzzle to kind of get into it. I'd um, say 50 to 100 euro is max that I'd spend if I'm a total beginner. Um, Like, that's max that I'd spend kind of at the moment, like, really, actually, to be honest. Yeah, you'd want to kind of be spending around around the hundred mark, I think, for runners like. I I think like on I I usually buy a on sale like, but um the Pegasus are like anywhere between like eighty to like maybe a hundred like I I would never say that they're they're much over a hundred like they you'd yeah. get them for eighty ninety euro fairly like uh throughout the year, um. But not saying that you should buy those too. Like I'd, I'd also say like explore. You know the other brands like like Asics and, uh, Brooks and um, what's the, it starts with K. K O, uh, Coke. It's not Coca or. Uh, I know what you're talking about. They have like trail shoes as well, don't they? Yeah, hookah, hookah, hookah running shoes. Yeah, yeah, like Coke. But yeah, like I think as well, kind of treating your running when you're completely new to it, treat it a little bit like uh, like the gym, as in recording it. And it's very satisfying when you do write down, okay, this week I ran a total of 3K. This week I ran a total of 4K. Because it is like, it's good for your head then when you see it on paper. Like, oh, I actually am progressing. Because you're not, you're not competing against anyone else. It's like literally. And I think a, a new goal is always good for your head anyway. Yeah. like actually ticking off these boxes like yeah uh, oh yeah i ran 3k now i ran 4k next week i'll aim to go 5k and you don't have to necessarily do them in one bout or two bouts you can break it up like you know you could do two 1ks and then a 3k within the whole week and it's just slowly slowly and then by the time you know it you're like jesus i'm running 30k in the week 
you know, I'm I'm flying it now. But and, um, uh, the apps come in handy as well. Uh, you know, like I I don't have um a watch. Probably like I probably should use a watch because I'm I carry my phone around actually when I'm running. Um, it's a it's a bit stupid. I like, thought you'd have a watch at this stage, that. No, no, I don't. Um, I carry the phone. Uh, I don't. I don't mind it. I've been doing it all the time. Like you know, um, and basically, like I use Adidas. Uh, the Adidas running app. Um, and just tracks your runs like that. And I have headphones on, and it gives you like you know you've reached one kilometer. This is your pace. Um, very very handy. Like I think Nike have one as well, and there's also the um like strava uh is a popular one you know and, and you can compete against people in in the locality as well to join groups with that um so th- those three are are ones that i'd recommend kind of checking out and and also um you know you you would have spoke about runners high before yeah um i fully actually agree with you and i wasn't I wasn't kind of used to the long distance running and now I'm now I understand there is a difference I think between after a weight session and after a run like it does something to do with like clearing your head and like when you come back you're, you're just fresh and it's like endorphins are released and you actually just no matter what you're going through you go for a run you come back you're actually in better form I've never come back from a run and been in bad form like I think like I think with me like the gym is a lot to do with kind of releasing anger uh you know because it's heavy lifting and it's like and like you don't you don't get that we always say that in the gym yeah you don't get that from running um like so it it's that kind of stress relief and like i i put a lot of of my stresses like i always say into the barbell and like really really get them out that way like from the running point of view it's a lot more calm um like obviously it's it's intense and you know it it does a lot in terms of of fitness as well but um it's a lot more calm and when you're running like out you can run out in nature like run like in the city is great as well too i was saying just beforehand that you know there's a lot of, there's a lot of other people running around you and that kind of motivates you as well too but like um i've done running in forests too before and and it's just a bit of uh, an escape um and like i think the main thing kind of with exercise is that it kind of keeps you in the present as well too you can't really think of anything else and yeah uh, especially like with running if you're thinking of of anything else like um you start to either slow down or or like you know um you run and doesn't like it's it's impossible to to really kind of think of anything else like when you are running because you have to focus on what's in front of you and that way it it offers a little bit of a different kind of like you know runners high and, and stress relief because of of that kind of calmness um and at the same time then too the kind of after effects of it i i just love so from the gym i love feeling that kind of strength that muscle soreness from from lifting weights but with the running I love the the kind of just you 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 can breathe a lot easier. I find like it's it's that kind of cardio fitness that is almost addictive as well too. And you do you do notice it like you can just I I I don't know how to describe it, but like it is almost just kind of breathing a lot easier, and you find that your breath is a lot slower as well too. Like and um, that's why I started man. Like that's one of the main reasons I started was my cardio fitness was yeah. something I just like, kind of neglected for a long time. Yeah. And it was, it makes you feel, because I want to just be healthier in general. Like the last, we'll say two years, I was doing Olympic weightlifting. Now you can be very strong doing that. 
It can be very powerful doing that. But you're out of breath fairly quickly. And I just wanted to feel better and feel healthier. And I think running was like the perfect thing to to kind of just improve that. Like your overall health. It's important to have a good cardiovascular, no matter who you are, really. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Um and I I try and like at the moment I try and mix the boat as much as possible. Um, like I get a lot of questions about optimizing goals too as well. Um and you know, should I be doing the gym if I'm doing running? Um and like it it depends on on what your your end goal is like in terms of body composition i get a lot you know a, a lot of people wanting to achieve a body composition goal while also achieve like a, a long distance running goal and like you, you can kind of like it's it's always my analogy of going to cork in dublin at the same time <laughs> you know? like you'll end up near one I've of them. that one before so kind of like breaking it down like you know can you fit like five gym sessions in throughout the week can you fit five running sessions in because i i believe like that is kind of what it what it would take really to to optimize either or and you know if you multiply that like if you add those together then like that's that's 10 training sessions and by doing both at the same time you're still taken away from from something because if you're say with the weight lifting like if you're doing that five days a week then like you're going to be developing muscle and that's not going to really like unless you're training to to optimize your like definitely include weights um in terms of like endurance training like you know and and really kind of strengthening i suppose your like your your full body like that for running like that's that's going to really help but if you're training like as as a bodybuilder um or, or even like the olympic weightlifting side of things like i find that that's going to take away from your running a little bit right. the recovery as well whereas if you're doing that from the running point of view, you're long distance running 10k plus fairly regular throughout the week. Your body is going to be like, Jesus, I'm dragging this muscle mass around. I don't really like I, I don't really need it if we're going to be doing this running the whole time. And that's going to impact your your weightlifting training then too. So like that's what I'm saying. You're going to end up somewhere kind of in between. And what kind of promotes that, like what, what helps it a little bit then is is really understanding your nutrition because if you're doing both of those and you're also like messing around with your nutrition, that muscle mass will definitely drop and like, or the other kind of extreme that, um, like you, you will kind of gain weight and that will affect your, your running training then too. So I think like what I bring up to people all the time is when they're deciding is like, what do they want to optimize at the moment? And like, do they really want to optimize it? Like, so if you're going for a PB, in a race then obviously you're going to want to optimize the running so i would be saying switch around your 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 training to like the, the switch around the weight training to actually kind of help with that if you're going for an olympic weightlifting competition like you're obviously not going to want to, to distance run like yeah. so like i i feel with goals and exercise goals like people and and it's not just those two i feel people all the time kind of get mixed up and then change their mind halfway in between and then end up in in Tipperary or Kildare, um, as part Limbo. of the analogy, you know, yeah. like they don't even get close to you know Dublin or Cork, like they just end up in in the middle, and like that's not a great place. To... Lim Limerick Junction. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or Port <laughs> in the you know of the Dublin, like you be Port Leisure, Limerick Junction, Limerick Junction is always it always gets shaded. I think like the the train just takes forever to come there. <laughs> They're just standing there in Port Leash, scratching their head, like yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, where am I? Where am I? Why did I train for two things at the same time? 
<laughs> always end up in Port Leash. Yeah. Um, but also, I agree with everything you're saying, really. It's like, and it's kind of like putting your ego aside and saying, look, do you know what? My strength is going to go down a bit. If yeah. I'm mainly focused on endurance running, my actual strength, like the weight I can lift for one rep or three reps or whatever, five reps, that's going to go down. Like if my priority is running. But I do think that it's important to maintain your strength and conditioning. It doesn't have to be overcomplicated. If yeah. your main goal is running, you want to do a 5K, you want to do a 10K or a marathon. Even two days in the gym, but like full, like full body legs, uh, obviously squats. We have single leg stuff, Bulgarians, uh, split squats. And then like core exercise. I did a post on this recently. It's important to have a strong core just for efficiency with running. And the main thing, the main thing with weights and running is all you're doing is making yourself more robust and less likely to be injured and to be able to handle more of a workload. If you're weak and you're running a lot, you're going to get hurt much more quicker than the guy who's very strong. You know, so it's it's kind of like maintain it maybe two days a week, maybe three days a week, depending on how far down the line you are and just doing picking, you know, just a few exercises for four or five exercises but like you mean, squats with squats with core like when you mentioned core um I, it just brings me back to like when i when i ran ran super long distance the the pain you feel like you know like it's it's natural to feel uh, leg pain but the pain you feel like through your core is is crazy like it was it yeah. was worst pains i've ever felt to be honest like it was it was mad um so yeah like it's it's definitely super important um i'd, I'd get a lot and um, just speaking on the goals like i get a lot of people wanting to kind of lose weight as well too and and run whereas like again that kind of it contradicts it, itself a little bit because what i describe it as like with weight loss like if you're thinking of of a car fuel tank like you'd want to create a deficit which makes the the car fuel tank be at like halfway full or three quarters full and then like for performance you want that that tank to be full and you know it contradicts itself so like if you're going super long distance again like half marathon distance you're going up 20 to 25k you know um it's very hard to maintain a deficit at that stage because you're going to need so much carbohydrate and, and you're going to need so much fuel to actually get get those races done so I always what I say like my biggest tip is if you are going longer distance and you find that weight loss is is something that you want to do as well, like try and get the weight loss done first and then look at your 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 race kind of schedule and and factor that in. Like obviously if races are coming up and you're looking to kind of lose weight, like it it is possible. It just takes it takes a bit longer. I would be saying. Um, I feel like eating enough is something that people would be confused by when it comes to running. Fuel, yeah. So like big thing in um like from beginners like especially kind of longer distance as well um like anything kind of 5k upwards like fueling becomes a bit of an issue so like the thing is with exercise is that in reality it doesn't it doesn't like burn a whole pile of calories like so like you could do a 5k take you like 25 minutes that like just kind of randomly estimating like that could that could burn probably like 200 calories or something 250 calories which is you know in the grand scheme of things like a dairy milk chocolate bear um so people's approach to it generally then is look i'm after doing a 5k that was mental um 
so I'm going to treat myself with with a takeaway or or like treat myself with with something like that, and like then in the grand scheme of things, they're after burning two fifty calories, the takeaway could be fifteen hundred calories. So like it's like a a positive, it's a it's a surplus then of like one thousand two hundred and fifty calories. You know, so that that deserving mindset is a thing that I see a lot of the time as well too. Um, so that's a tip that I'd say maybe kind of try and avoid as well too. But from the fueling standpoint, that's that's the biggest issue in terms of of um athletic performance and and beginners that I I see people come to me and they're like, sugar cravings are are massive and energy is is low especially at the end of the week. Recovery, you know, they feel a lot more sore as well too. And like any any of those and the person says that they're running like I'm straight away thinking they're they're under fueling and especially with carbohydrate and then because of social media because of the internet everybody goes towards protein and saying look I increased my protein I can feel the energy increase a little bit protein is a crap energy source um like I I'm mad at the analogies now again but um basically like protein i find is like you know diesel in in a petrol car like it's it's going to to actually really slow you down uh because basically in order to transform protein into to energy literally it's just like the body kind of has to just go get it and say look this is protein i'm going to turn it into to energy and that process is just kind of like very slow whereas carbohydrate is already energy that can be used and it's like bang we're energy you know so like basically what we need to do is is really kind of like first of all like like hit your calorie target so i i said that you know like a 5k could be 250 calories uh burned like still like if you're not eating a lot throughout the day that's still something like that that you can kind of work on and, and hit that calorie target if you're running 10k plus um up again like towards the 20 and marathon distance like that is where the calories do get serious and and it could be a thousand uh to two thousand calories burned within a session which is you know that's that's humongous again but at the same time you know if you're if if you're running a marathon and 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 with that that kind of treat myself kind of mindset like basically the the chinese the value in terms of calories in the chinese is probably like equal to running a marathon like so you know it's not again it's not it's not a huge amount of calories in comparison to the amount of food that we can kind of actually change so basically what i'll get people to do is is trying to hit their calorie target first that over about two weeks tends to actually like alleviate any sugar cravings and and really increase the the energy um and then like it's it's a focus on on macronutrient split like the carbohydrates proteins and fats and especially especially the the carbohydrates and and a lot of people can be kind of scared of of increasing carbohydrate but it's it's the it's the ultimate kind of thing in in order to to really kind of ex- accelerate the performance um and like in terms of of kind of increasing carbohydrate like again like we'd get people to to use a lot of the bland kind of carbohydrates as well too like introducing things like just cereals like rice krispies uh, cocoa pops you have like snacks like flapjacks and fruit um you could have like things like introducing like orange juice smoothies um and then bigger portions of pasta and rice at at dinner and potatoes and then you know like you get people like saying jesus you know that's that's a lot of carbohydrate um and my my kind of answer to that is 
like it's it's nutrition it's a way of eating you can trial it for two three weeks and like not much will, will happen um in terms of like your fears in terms of like gaining weight like within two to three weeks of increasing carbohydrate not much will happen in terms of of weight gain from where you're where you're at at the moment so like i say just just trial it for that two to three weeks and if it doesn't work you can you can come back to me and we can kind of change it again but like more more often than not like they're three weeks in and it's kind of like oh my god like why didn't i carbohydrate sooner like so yeah. i think a lot of it is is just really kind of pushing past your own fears with nutrition experiment with it for that kind of period of time but really kind of focus on on your calorie calorie amount and and your carbohydrate when when it does come to anything like longer distance like 5k is, is fairly manageable but um the 10k is kind of plus uh whenever it goes over that kind of hour uh in terms of running that's where it becomes important with with nutrition yeah and that's i suppose for me that's kind of like i don't really have much else to add but like if you are getting into running you know like a few days like a few running sessions a week a few gym sessions a week and eating fairly nutritiously most people will be happy with their body composition. You know, like a lot of us, you know, sometimes you're worried about like, oh, I'm running now, I'm going to lose all my muscle. But that's not necessarily true. If you are eating enough, you are training efficiently, like you can still be very happy with your body composition. And I think that's something people need to, need to like let go of because I know that there is a stigma of like, oh, I'm going to be really, really skinny and I'm going to lose all my muscle. And uh, but it's not it, that I don't think that's true if you if you do it if you go about it intelligently you know yeah but, uh, like yeah you just like they have to have a strategy in place like with that um like and again like after like the 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 goal is to and and the tip is to like look what you want to optimize and if you don't want to optimize like say like body composition you don't want to optimize your running then it's just about settling for somewhere in between that is is going to kind of keep you happy um and like plan out the year in terms of what you want to achieve as well too like if you want to achieve a marathon then maybe optimize for our running if you want to achieve like uh, your your best in terms of a, a weightlifting competition or or a bodybuilding in terms of body composition then look to optimize for that and and yeah like that's that's the main thing um otherwise again just settle for in between which you know it's not a bad thing too like that's what i do myself like i settle for in between i think yeah that's what i'm doing right now yeah yeah um, it's, it's a great place to be it's just having like putting the ego aside i suppose and and actually being able to accept that is is the biggest thing i actually agree that's fully the, the biggest thing it's like letting go of perfectionism like yeah i'm not going to be the biggest lad i'm not going to be the best runner but i'm going to be good at both well i don't know about you lad but <laughs> I oh, I'm dressed like a runner now. Hey, Same. ego, get out of here. Go on. <laughs> I'm just going to be dressed like a runner at all times now. Sorry, that was my ego coming through. Yeah, yeah. How are things, ego? <laughs> uh, this has been the Four Pillars of Health. Uh, thanks for listening.